Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Jack the Lad podcast. I'm your host Jack Simpson and beside me today is no one. Uh, we are going to talk about my triathlon that was completed uh, two weeks ago. Very proud of myself as you can imagine. Completed it, never in doubt really to be honest. Uh, anyone that knows me knows that you know I don't, I don't have that quit in me and yeah finished it uh, I was just over the time that I was hoping for but there was you know the factors outside of my control to be honest but we'll get into that as we you know progress through this episode so very nervous obviously my first ever triathlon and but it's something you know that I've been wanting to do for for well sort of probably six months or so now obviously when when the story began and yeah so you know we turned up the night before to check our bikes in and whatnot and then we you know got our our colors for our race you know what 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 um wave we were in uh, we were the first wave out which was not ideal if i'm honest because it then, well, it then meant, I'm jumping ahead here, right, so we checked our bikes in, um, as some of you may know, as a lot of you probably don't know, I don't have the tip-toppest of bikes, it's a Carrera, TDF Pro, Road Rate's not actually even my bike, uh, I, I borrowed it off my little brother, uh, he bought it many moons ago, I think it's about 10 years old, maybe a little bit younger but not by much and i think when it was you know new it wasn't you know anywhere it was only a sort of 250 pound bike then in halford so yeah not you know not the best bike but nonetheless a bike it was not a you know it didn't well it obviously did impair me a little bit i suppose especially on the downhill descent the uh yeah when the old tt bikes and that were coming shooting past me so that was quite quite an eye-opener i think i I think i knew you know obviously that there was going to be some you know spectacular bikes there some very you know top end bikes that were very expensive and yeah it didn't didn't disappoint really there was a couple of old you know old oldie woldy bikes like mine so that was nice uh, that i wasn't you know sort of the only one but yeah, and I and I wasn't the last one to cross the finish line, so no doubt there was a multitude of of bikes that you know rolled in after me. So yeah, so that was fine. So yeah, we we put the thing. I managed to get hold of some uh, tri bars to fit to my bike, so that was again quite a nice addition. Quite late on, I only got them a week before, so went out on a couple of rides before just to get used to them, uh, and they were yeah, they were they were perfect really, They're brilliant. No, again. Just some cheap ones, got them off the marketplace, and yeah, fifteen quid. Can't can't moan at that really, to be honest. So check the bikes in, had a look, you know, sort of a, a scope of of the course for the swim and and whatnot, and then you know got myself away for some food, loaded up with obviously meat and and fruits on the evening and well well, i'll I'll tell you my meal consisted of the night before i had uh, two ribeye steaks two eight ounce ribeye steaks 500 grams of 
20% fat mints, uh, which are made into burgers uh, for, you know, fairly big burgers. And ate them. And I also had 200 grams of liver. So that was my meal, my evening meal for that night. And I think I also had a couple of bananas as well. So I, you know, sort of packed in quite high fat content food obviously with me being on the carnivore diet my body you know runs on fat rather than carbohydrates if you want to know more about that then i'll probably be talking about that in a later episode because i'm going to start to do these sort of in between episodes uh just for me to you know talk about my experiences have it down uh not necessarily for everyone just for them to hear uh, obviously, it's lovely that you're listening and, you know, much appreciated and keep keep on doing it. Tell your friends, obviously. And, yeah, but it's it's more for me as like a, a journal, really, that, you know, I can look back on and say, oh, you know, in 2001, this is where I was at. And this is, you know, and I can look back and say, oh, this is when I was talking. And maybe in a year's time or whatever, I'll look back and go, you know, that food that I ate before that one wasn't right i should have done this or it might have been the you know i might have hit the nail on the head first time very unlikely obviously but you know every day is a school day as they say i'm always wanting to learn always looking to you know better myself and in every aspect of life not just with you know with regards to this triathlon uh, i'm always very sort of thirsty to learn which is sort of the polar opposite to when I was at school really uh, because I just all I wanted to do was play football all the time whereas now I seem to just you know what anything I hear on any other podcast or whatever and I'm like oh that sounds interesting I sort of immerse myself and 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 try to learn about that thing so yeah that's the sort of reason behind doing this Uh, and obviously this is not my first episode of, of me just sort of waffling on as some people would say so yeah so race day morning was up at four and put my tri suit on so i bought a tri suit for the uh for for the race day uh which was very nice it's you know it was a, it got a, a obviously a discount that's that's me discount king uh don't tend to pay full price for for very much to be honest always looking for a for a bargain so my sort of yeah so put my tri suit on which is just an all-in-one suit with a bit of a pad for when you're on the bike but it's not sort of very spongy like uh like cycling shorts have got quite a bit of padding in obviously on the swim that's just going to get really wet and heavy and just look like you're wearing a nappy so on a tri suit it's like a thinner and I think it's more water resistant, obviously. Um, and yeah, you chuck that on, chuck your wetsuit on the top. Um, and that was another thing that I sort of overlooked and then really stuck out like a sore thumb on race day. So yeah, got there at four o'clock, tri suit, I woke up at four o'clock, sorry, tri suit on, and then t shirt, shorts, hoodie over the top with, uh, I think I had my flip flops or some, some trainers on or whatever. Uh, car was obviously loaded the night before bike was left obviously checked that in the night before and yeah so we're you know off off to the races as uh, as i say 
So got to Rutland Water, uh, to the Dambuster Triathlon, met up with Mark and went and sort of checked out our area, put our put our boxes, bags and you know, all our running equipment and cycling stuff all in the in the area and then started to put my wetsuit on. As I did, I was looking around, there's a few other people putting these you know, putting the wetsuits on. And I noticed that my wetsuit was just, you know, a generic wetsuit. It was just our wetsuit that I got. I picked it up for like 40 quid. Again, bargain. Got it from Sports Direct, I think. Bargain. Gull. I thought Gull's a good make. I, you know, I know Gull. And yeah, put it on and it wasn't... I don't know if it wasn't the right type of wet. Well, it wasn't the right type of wetsuit. It couldn't have been because everyone else had like a... It was more like a seal skin. It was it had like a shine to it, or was like a like smooth, whereas mine didn't. Mine was like a just a neoprene wetsuit, and yeah. So straight away, obviously, I was just like, oh, you know, it's just you know, it, it's just one of them things. It's not you know, it's not the end of the world. It's still a wetsuit. I can you know, I know that I can swim the distance, and and that's not not an issue. But yeah, looking back, obviously, I probably should have. I don't know, watch some triathlon videos or, or, or something, I suppose. And, and uh, yeah, I might have noticed, might have not still. But yeah, so that's something that obviously has got to be purchased uh, for, for the future. Um, I'll probably still wear this one, you know, for training and, and whatnot. And, or if I go out supping and stuff. So it will still, you know, still get its use and, and until it until it's worn. Um, or worn out, should I say. Uh, yeah, so got that on. Got the hat, you know, swimming hat, goggles. Uh, first big mistake, forgot to put my earplugs in. And many, many moons ago, I thought I was Barry Big Bollocks and went to play cricket with no helmet on. Went out to bat and took a bouncer to the ear, to my right ear. I don't, I think there's still like a slight hole or there's, there's something up with that side of, you know, my right side of my ear and it like lets in water like seeps so i can't turn my head to the right because then the water like sucks in like it feels yeah it just feels horrible so straight away obviously that put me on the back foot because i've been training you know three strokes left right left um breathe right left right breathe but yeah so that that was then straight out the window because i was at the start line when i realized i was like oh bollocks i haven't got my i haven't got my ear um, my earplugs so yeah so I had to go to two strokes so it was just left right breathe left right breathe which again you know not the end of the world but not ideal by any sort of stretch because it means you're taking more breaths which is slowing your momentum uh, and all the all that sort of good stuff but again you know no you know it's, it's not the end of the world but yeah just you know food for thought and in, in, in future I will be uh, making sure that I, yeah, that I don't overlook that. Definitely don't overlook that, to be honest. So yeah, in the water, it's you know approaching half six in the morning. The water's pretty cold, but it's not, you know, it's not too bad. Klaxon goes off, and yeah, away we go. So I'm swimming. I soon notice that. I'm, you know, sort of keeping pace with everyone. Mark's to my left. We're, you know, we're going along at sort of steady pace. Then I lose Mark. 
He says I went in front of him. I'm not sure, so I'm going to say that's probably right. Uh, which is what I was hoping for, to be honest. Uh, no, you know, no, not throwing any shade at Mark, not by any by any stretch. Um, but I thought on the swim that that would be where I would sort of outpace him, and then we'd be similar on the bike, and then he would probably catch me up and probably go past me on the run. In, in you know, in all honesty. So, yeah. So swimming, you know, it's going well. Hit the first boy second boy third boy at the third boy we turned left to cut across the lake and then it was like four or five boys back in and you sort of went too far i think but with the sun rising i was half six in the morning it was, you know sort of quarter to seven by this point i suppose when i've got to that point maybe a bit before the the sun was right behind one of the boys and i couldn't see that boy so headed towards what I thought was that boy, which was the next boy on. And I, again, something I overlooked, even though, you know, Tom, who was on a previous episode, uh, Tom Cowlin, uh, he told me multiple times, you know, every so often check, like look up and check because it's, you know, swimming in open water is nothing like swimming in the in the swimming pool because you've got the lanes and everything to to guide you whereas in open water uh, it's just not it's not the same there's you know there's no lines to guide you and there's there's and it was quite choppy that day as well so it's you know bobbing up and down quite a bit so yeah so heading towards that one and then I, I noticed that no one was touching me. Like while you were swimming, that you, you know you're getting brushed on the legs, or you were brushing someone's feet, or you know you were next, right next to someone, you could literally see them. Uh, and I didn't have that, so yeah, stopped sort of, you know, sort of breaststroked, sort of setting up. And then I'm like, there's literally no one around me. Looking around, left and right, up, you know, behind me and in front of me, no one's about. So I'm, I'm like, what the fuck, like. I've, I've, I must have missed a boy. Like, there's no way that I'm winning this race because there was, you know, 15, 20 people in front of me when we set off. And, you know, some of these boys are, you know, absolute whippets in the water. They're, they're looking to do the swimming sort of 25 minutes. I was aiming for 35 minutes. So I knew that I wasn't leading the pack. So I knew that I was, you know, I'd gone wrong. So, yeah, looked over to my right and, like, bobbing up and down and there was a bit of a break in the waves. I'm saying ways they're not white they're just not still basically but yeah it was obviously it's hard when you're just bobbing up and down yourself in the water yeah I looked to my right and sort of I don't know 100 meters maybe 50 meters 50 to 100 meters that there, there was like everyone there I could just see like sort of splashing and, and heads bobbing so sort of turned you know on a right angle went sort of headed over towards that and then saw that boy so I just headed for that boy I think that mistake probably cost me sort of two three minutes uh, at least uh, and then yeah got back on track was it in the pack uh, by that point I think a few of the sort of I was green cap so we'd gone off first and three minutes later like the red caps and then like white caps and stuff so I think by the time I finished my swim i think there was like a quite a few red well not quite a few but say like 20 25 red caps had gone past me and a couple of white caps so again yeah I, the swim took me 37 minutes I was, I was i was happy with that do you know what i mean that i was just over my time but with my mistake and stuff like that it was again you know 
just something to learn from really uh so i'm out the water running to to the transition area and i've got uh, in my tra in the transition area i had like four bananas uh some um honey cured ham and then i'd put like more honey on it obviously for my to to, to give me that sort of boost of energy uh completely ignored all of it like didn't didn't touch any of it and bearing in mind obviously i've got a 40 kilometer bike ride now at the very least i would have liked to have got a you know a, a banana in me probably two um so yeah so not not over the moon with that but yeah got you know got out my wetsuit that was no hassle got on the bike and and felt like i was away sort of fairly quickly then and yeah got got on the bike felt felt good you know straight tri suit was 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 nice and and all that and yeah just got going along making pace i was overtaking quite a few people which biking's probably my sort of strong suit so i was like you know i was kind of expecting to make up some ground on on some people that were you know better swimmers than me and yeah sort of four kilometers in we hit this gravel so we were heading towards oakham uh on the main road so it was a closed road course which was obviously quite nice not having to deal with with cars and stuff uh but they've just relayed the well in the midst of relaying the road in oakham and it was all sort of gravelly and whatnot and yeah pretty much as soon as it transitioned into the uh into the gravel uh yeah boy got a flat tire on the front so yeah not ideal obviously pulled over to the side flipped the bike you know flipped the bike up got the got the wheel off got the tire off you know swapped them all over lost one of the parts in like i was in fucking long grass lost one of the like nuts that you use to secure the the um the valve in with but for whatever reason i just sort of wasted a couple of minutes trying to find that and then when i actually looked at the new new inner tube it had one on so i yeah sort of wasted time there basically but got it fitted got it back on you know got my pump on and yeah because i was debating whether to take my puncture repair kit because the tires that i've got on my bike are called gator skin and they're like extra extra thick to stop punctures like they're rolling resistance cack but it sort of gives you that or, or supposed to give you that sort of safety net of, of being sort of almost puncture proof another mistake and something i overlooked again was my i, di I didn't check my air, air tire the tire air pressure um like a bit of a bit of a noob there to be honest because yeah when i sort of felt it i, I pumped at the back of it because yeah it just it felt like they were down a bit so yeah again rookie rookie mistake but you know learn from it and and make sure that it's done at the next one uh or you know all of this is a learning curve and by no means did i think i was gonna you know get through it without any hiccups and uh yeah you know as as i've already explained there's been uh multiple already uh and we're only just on the cycle so the rest of the cycle went pretty well uh there was me and a guy on a, he had a tt bike he, this is sort of a I don't know, maybe a five grand bike. And, you know, here's me with my 250 pound bike, new, when it was new, you know, sort of eight, 10 years ago. So this was sort of, you know, top of the range, carbon, um, uh, I don't know what it's called, like a solid wheel, D 
disc at the back like it was a disc wheel at the back or whatever that's called if anyone knows then you know um so yeah also you know super streamlined had a i think he had an aero helmet on as well so he's like you know he's, he's spent some money he's got some got some money the old boy uh on the downhills absolutely couldn't get anywhere near him like i was you know hunching in getting you know as tucked in as i could and he would just cycle and, and he'd just come blitzing past me uh but then as soon as we hit a hill it was it was you know quite the opposite uh where i've been training around you know around my sort of dad's area uh it's very hilly i think the course gradient for the distance was about half the you know the, the gain that i was training at so the when i say hills they weren't that it wasn't that hilly um but sort of any inclines and stuff i was straight up out of the seat and uh and yeah, and I, was, I was, you know, I was going some, and I, and I felt good. I, I didn't have any, any sort of issues with that. I, I chucked uh, three Dioralite sachets into my water, uh, which again, no idea whether it was, you know, good to do that or bad. It, I just know that they're a, a hydration uh, sachet. Obviously, you have them when you get the Tom Tits, and so I thought they're going to work. They, you know, they've got sugar, salt, and all the rest of it. Uh, in so yeah just just plop them in and, and away i went that yeah the, the rest of the cycle like i say that went well uh i ended up finishing in front of the guy on the tt bike uh or, or you know off the bike in that time uh again in the transition area grabbed the banana quick didn't have any ham i didn't have any ham for the whole of it uh which was a nice treat obviously at the end once i'd finished but yeah i would have probably liked to have grabbed a little bit maybe um and then yeah transitioned to the onto the onto the run um legs felt sort of heavy to begin with I went off a little bit quick i had a i had an ref triathlon runner like a female runner in front of me or triathlete i should say in front of me as we as we left transition two uh and so she was sort of i don't know 20 meters ahead of me so i and i felt good at that point legs you know slightly heavy like i say but i knew that was just you know how from the legs going in a circular motion on the bike to to running so yeah just i knew i knew my legs would get used to that and i was and i'd be fine uh and set off so yeah went off too quick went past her pretty quickly to be honest went past her after i don't know probably 100 meters or so 200 meters uh got to about the three three yeah it's two and a half it was just after the two and a half kilometer turn for the sprint so yeah it was about three kilometers in i started getting cramp in my left hamstring uh so sort of stood to the side stretched that which then gave me cramp in my right hamstring so i was like well i'm just you know when i was still running even though i had cramp it didn't cramp it properly so i was just sort of running shaking my legs she went past me and so i said you know once i've sorted this out whatever you know however long this takes to sort out whatever i'll catch her up and then i'll just stay behind her so that was the game plan after that i thought she's you know she's running at a fairly fairly good pace at five and a half six minute miles uh which is yeah that's that's right in in my sort of wheelhouse and that was the sort of times i was i was sort of hoping for 
and yeah and, then, and that's what what i did uh really i again stuck to it. i didn't have any of the high five energy drinks that they had going around i only had water you know sticking to my sticking to my carnivore diet as, as best as possible or as much as possible and yeah and, and then when we got i think it was maybe a kilometer from the end i was like you know i've got i've got i've got a bit in the tank here so i sort of breezed past her carried on and then i was getting reeled in myself by another fella and uh he went past me with i don't know maybe 200 meters to go but there was nothing i could do like i was i was running i was pretty much felt like i was running flat out uh and he he sort of i didn't breeze past me but he yeah there weren't no whales catching him to be fair and then yeah and then cross the line you know absolute relief when i did it was you know so proud of myself um at no point did i really have the you know that any thought that it was you know i'm just gonna sack this in um i suppose in the in the swim because i again something i'd overlooked didn't do any open water swimming swam in the sea once for about 10 minutes yeah, but yeah, didn't do hardly any open water swimming or none. I didn't do any. I didn't do any, and yeah, sort of had a sort of a mild panic attack at the start because I was like, oh, you know, what happens if I do? You know, I get out of puff or you know, I get cramp or I pull something or whatever. Like you, you know, there's no sides to touch. But yeah, I don't, I don't know whether that was sort of nerves and everything just taking over really i'm not i'm not sure what that was but that passed you know after you know as soon as the clacks went really and, and we were away it was that was you know i was i was fine and and uh yeah i've seen nothing happened i'm i'm here now and then yeah across the line obviously like i say mark finished sort of half an hour before me he gave me a hug and as luck would have it or i suppose unlucky really my daughter rocked up about three minutes after I crossed the line. So, yeah, I was a bit miffed at that. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I come in at, yeah, sort of, I think it was just before quarter to nine. And, no, it would have been quarter to ten. And the road only got opened at like half nine, like back up for for the public to get through so they they could only obviously get through as quick as they could anyway so yeah but yeah got it obviously got the the family got photos and videos and stuff like that so she could she could see see me crossing the line then obviously the the professional photos and stuff of me crossing the line so yeah that was that was the the day in a nutshell really it was I thoroughly enjoyed it, loved it, absolutely loved it. Obviously, like I say, there's there's parts of it that I need to work on and, and bits of, you know, steep learning curve for me. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get the next one in, get, you know, get back on my training again and just keep pushing. And yeah, obviously, like I say, the, the aim is to get an Ironman distance triathlon done uh, in the next three years before I'm 36. Well, the next two, two and a half years, really, and yeah, get that done, and 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 you know, getting that one percent of the world, really. That's it from me, folks. So, if you want to come on the podcast, or you just want to ask me a question about you know my diet, my exper- you know, the experiment that I'm doing, or anything about you know triathlon. I mean, obviously, I'm 
pretty novice myself. Um, but I know, you know, a few people in the in the know. And thanks to Paul Cowlin for putting on the event, Danbuster Triathlon. He's a top top guy. Represents GB for triathlons, I believe. Not sure whether he still does, but yeah, you know, great bloke. Thank you very much for putting that on. Much appreciated. The safety, everything in place was absolutely tip top. Um, yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's Jack the Lad underscore podcast, or hit me up on my, you know, my personal social medias if if you're, you know, a friend of mine on on them. I think Instagram's like Jack Simo Simpson one, uh, Simo's one M. But yeah, it'll come up like you'll just you'll see the logo anyway. Uh, my logos are on all of my uh, all of my profile pictures. Very excited for the next episode. Went to watch this person in action this weekend and he managed to win so that was good and yeah learned a lot about the the sort of sport that he's in and what it sort of entails and and all the rest of it but yeah really excited to have him on that episode will be coming out in a couple of weeks so until then stay safe i'm out of here